You're listening to episode 70 of It's an Adventure with Daniel and Victor. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like this podcast, you can donate to it on Anchor. And if you really like us, tell a friend. Jesus was a dude who actually existed. But he had a twin brother. If you know where that reference is from, I'll give you a robot cookie. Enjoy this week's episode. What did Ari Shafir say? He said Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. He got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape. Big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a great day. Hashtag fuck the Lakers. Uh, Damn. Yeah. (laughs) He was dropped from his talent agency and he's been receiving death threats ever since. Yeah. Was that? I knew. I, I. Hey, welcome to It's an Adventure, everyone. My name is Victor Wright. My name is Daniel Farias. Uh, was that rape thing real? Uh, it was the only reason why um, they didn't pursue it or yeah. it disappeared was because the person who accused Kobe Bryant of, of rape dropped the charges. Okay, okay. They found like eight different semens in her underwear. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. afterwards, she dropped the charges. But it was never like, he was. I don't think he was ever fully exonerated. For sure, for sure. So it was still a gray area. Yeah, I just I remembered something, but I couldn't remember exactly what the thing was. Do you want me to bring you up? Here, hang on. Fucking, fucking puppies. I hate how they evolved to be cute. I know. It's like, oh, From I will be fed and taken care of if for the I'm rest of our lives. The rest of yeah. our lives, if I'm just cute. Um. Oh, uh, that yeah, that is. Did you ever hear the uh, Gilbert Gottfried? joke like on september 12th 2001 it was like sorry the show got canceled yesterday my luggage was in united 93 or it was something like that and he said it in new york oh wow and new york is a massively like united city it is yeah I don't think Ari Shafir is welcome back in L.A. I think Kobe yeah. Bryant died was the 9-11 That in was LA. tough. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both ended in a crash. Yeah. So. Oh, you're canceled, dude. How, how is that? I, can't, I didn't Your say talent anything. agency is dropping <laughs> you. No, dude. A lot of people, I feel, you can't say anything about Kobe Bryant right now in front of certain people. No, no. And I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't either. Like, I'm even afraid to say, like, I wasn't that much of a big of a fan. Um... I'm not really sad. Like I'm sad that he died. I'm I'm really sad his daughter died. But that's the thing. I I wasn't super. Af- I'm I'm still not. But like when I sit and think about the final moments. Yeah. Of like, I don't know how helicopters crash, but yeah. like it's circling, circling or something, and yeah. then just knowing you're about to die. That made that, that makes sucks. me very sad. That's very bad. Yeah. But it's like, I'm definitely not taking anything away from the people who feel this way, but. People are much more affected by this than, like, I am. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. Very clearly. That's just an honest assessment. Yeah. I was, I told you before, before the podcast started, that morning, I watched the last episode of The Leftovers. Right. And that fucked me up more than Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm still not okay. I'm still not okay. I hear that's a massively bleak show. Oh, it is. It's, It's very much, like, lost. But I would argue and say that it's more contained and concise. So it might be better. I, and Lost is my favorite TV show. Is, is is Lost really dark? Lost is depressing and dark at times. 
at times. But since yeah. it was like on network TV and it was this big old adventure show. They had to pull, bring had it back. To bring it back a little yeah. bit. I think if Lindelof and uh, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse were on a show like HBO, they definitely would have uh, did something that was along the lines of the, of the leftovers. The leftovers is just this big old psychological depressing mindfuck. Yeah. And it takes you along these storylines that are you're just like okay, but you're all in. Like most of the characters are crazy. Right. Like because the So what is the premise? I I I think I know what it is, but I can't fully remember. Right. This is the premise for a show that ended in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> you should still go fucking watch it. The reason yeah. why I started watching it is because since um since it became 2020 and the decade ended I've been uh, looking at a lot of lists, like best of oh, the best decade. Best of the decade, yeah. Because I, I haven't watched much TV in a couple of years, and I didn't want to, like... There's so much good TV out there. I wanted to read these lists and see, like, okay, which ones should I look at? Yeah. And Leftovers was, according to Rolling Stone magazine, Leftovers was the best TV show of this past decade. Really, yeah. Yeah. So I started... I watched Watchmen, and then I know Lindelof did that, so that just... Yeah got me going on um i need to finish oh yeah Watchmen. the fucking Lynch movie. we'll talk we'll about talk that about in a little later. bit yeah. uh but yeah like i started watching the leftovers and what the leftovers is about is um on october i think 14th 2014 uh two percent of the world's population disappears just poof just to wait two percent two percent okay so that that's a couple million people yeah they just poof out of thin air yeah. And that just sort of completely fucks up the whole world because there's no yeah. explanation. It's sort of like a rapture moment. Right, right. Where, like, people lose uh, mothers, brothers, sisters, fucking fathers and friends. They're all just gone without explanation. Like the Left left Behind. Left Behind, yeah. But Left Behind is also a shitty a Christian shitty movie. A shitty Christian movie, book, that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, and it's no – and it's – the series is about, like, oh, how these it, – it's it's centered around these people that live in the New York town called Mapleton. Yeah. And how they're dealing with it three years later. Yeah. After the fact. Okay, so it's the end game of, like, oh, we've been in here for a while. Yeah. Let's – It's really a show about um, – oh, God, man, what I got out of it, it was about sadness. Yeah. And grief and depression and – all of its different facets, all of its different forms, yeah. how that makes you think about your life and your belief system and what you cling on to. It yeah. just makes you think about so many things. I loved every second of it, even though watching it made me fucking miserable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it, can I ask, is it, because you're making me want to watch it now. Yeah. I need to finish Watchmen, but Leftovers, is it like visually gross is there like a lot no there's not it's not gross just heavy themes heavy themes there are some gross scenes yeah uh because there is some a bit of violence in there yeah but just certain scenes and certain sequences that just sort of like fuck you up it's it weighs heavy on what the characters go through and what weighs heavy on their mind it's very effectively transported to you Okay, gotcha. And you'll be able oh, that's to, good. You'll be able to relate to it in some degree. And like I said, these people go through crazy shit, and you can step back and be like, "These people are insane," <laughs> but you're so engrossed in what they're going through, you don't care. You, yeah. you're along with the insanity. Yeah. Okay. If if you are into like that depression and mental health feeling, yeah. Um, because Bojack. Horseman, the the final final episodes yeah. dropped today, and I started watching it. I think you'd like 
like that must, a lot. I'm gonna start watching that because I think and I think that was Variety's number one show of the decade. Really, it was something. It was like one of those. I'll check that out. Um, and since you, I think, have you been spending more time in LA? No, I have. Oh, okay, well, but you you used to go to the comedy store and everything. Yeah, and I've <laughs> I've worked with people. I've worked in LA. Sure, it's a shit show. Oh, it's a very LA gotcha. show, and yeah. I th- I've I've appreciated it more being in that yeah. environment now. Show. I'll check it out. Um, and it, I'll say this about the leftovers. One last thing. Yeah. The last the the book of Nora. Uh, <laughs> the last four episodes yeah. are some of the greatest episodes I've ever seen in television. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, is it two seasons? It's like very it's three seasons, three, but very contained, right? Twenty-eight episodes. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Believe it or not, it's just twenty-eight episodes, but it's it's still so good. Yeah. They just they just the first season was uh, adapted uh, heavily. They used the novel. Yeah. So the first season is just the the novel. Yeah. And then Lindelof and the the co showrunner, which is the author of the book. Yeah. I forget his name. I think it's Tom Perotto, Perotto or something. They just sort of improvise these two seasons. And yeah. when people improvise stuff and they're done with like the source material, usually that's when the show goes off the rails. Not the case with this one here. Yeah, they, like Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones, <laughs> yeah. No, they sort of – it was good that they um, they came up with a plan that was very on brand. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it came together. Fuck me up, man. Fuck me up hard. There's, um, there's another show that I – I know I told you I watched part of it. I don't yeah. know if I talked about this, about finishing the show on the podcast. I finished 13 Reasons Why. Oh, the why. new season, right? Season three. That made you really sad for other reasons, <laughs> really right? Really sad. I wanted to <laughs> kill <laughs> myself. Um, you wanted to kill yourself and then edit that scene out of your life. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I'm not, like, in favor of long gratuitous rape or like suicide scenes yeah but you take those out of the show and you realize this show has nothing to say (laughs) no substance you take that like three minute long suicide scene and then a couple rape scenes and then that like really graphic broom rape scene from season two oh shit you take those out and like it's all like 10 minutes (laughs) Take that 10 minutes out of what is now a 39-hour story, <laughs> and the show is meaningless garbage, <laughs> because <laughs> season three has none of that, like, it's hard to say wackiness, mm-hmm. but none, because, like, that broom rape scene comes out of fucking nowhere, <laughs> and it's just there, and it leads to an almost school shooting. Yeah. Um, But without, like, that horrible shit happening, yeah. the show's boring. Um. And it's like, and it still manages to fuck up, like messages. Yeah. Because I told you last time I said this girl was wearing a stop victim blaming sh- uh pin. Yeah. And then said, "How we need the victims to stand up and speak because their silence is causing more rapes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why you won't talk about your trauma is all. That's why there's more trauma. That's why there's the more. That's why you're creating trauma. Yeah. Um. But, like, you know in Harry Potter or a YA novel where they, like, it's very child empowerment. Like, hey, sometimes adults can't help you and that's okay. You need to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. It's like that, but instead of doing whimsical magic, like, adventures. Yeah. They're trying to stop, like, rape (laughs) and covering up school shootings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's a character, because, like, in season two... Tyler, a character, like, pulled up 
to prom with yeah. a massive like AR-15 or whatever. Yeah. It was going to kill everyone. And in season three, one character's like, we should go to the cops and tell them. And he's seen as the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen as being morally inferior that to everyone That sounds like else. the uh, logical thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> if you know somebody has an AR and plans to shoot up a school. Right. Well, because it's like they stopped it. But I think it was like yourmoviesucks.com or something. They're like, he could just regroup and then not talk to anyone <laughs> and then still kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's. It is just awful. It's I would I could forgive all the bad messages yeah. if it wasn't just so boring. It I know what it is like to be in hell because yeah. it's it's you listen. I was watching one of the episodes mid season. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a long episode. It's about to end soon. And I checked. I was only 15 minutes in oh, <laughs> of <yeah>. a 45 <laughs> minute thing. Um I it, think it's... Uh, go ahead. Is this the last season or are they making nope, more? Nope, they re- got renewed for Why? season four. I this have no idea. This is like idea. A, the, the fucking car that's on fire, but still somehow chugging along, going down the road. I've never seen a show that should have only had one scene. Like, so clearly it was meant as a one-season story. Sometimes some shows should be only one season. Yeah. Watchmen... Is going to be only one season. Little Off has no interest in coming back. They okay, but is, but no one's doing like an anthology, no. like season two type. That thing. was a that was the deal. Little Off wanted it if he wanted to stay on season two or do another season two. He was going to come up with a whole different story, but he said recently he can't think of anything so right fuck now. Fuck that, yeah. And HBO was all like, I, "We don't want to do this without Lindelof." So That's good. A one-off thing. HBO is smart. Yeah, <laughs> unlike Netflix. Apparently. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, Netflix. They shouldn't have made the first season. <laughs> they shouldn't have like really? been glamorizing suicide. I heard the first season was a hit. A lot I, of people watched it. I, I liked it. Yeah. It's like dumb teenage drama that just happens to have rape and suicide in it. <laughs> but like people have linked real life suicide to that season one. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. Um suicide rates like went up after Fuck. And it like coincided with that thing so much so that they had to edit, edit out, out that scene, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. And now they have like a thing saying, "Hey, if you <laughs> if you have thoughts of suicide or you're being raped or something, go to Thirteen Reasons Why info." <laughs> and um, I just remembered this. I'm gonna show you. Yeah. The website because it looks so unprofessional. <laughs> um so like the responsible thing once you see these things it's like oh hey we fucked up we'll take out that scene yeah and we'll just leave it at season one or if season two is already development we'll finish there yeah no i mean they're still doing it yeah they don't care they don't care um look at this look at this website just to someone national (laughs) and it just there's nothing here what you're just promoting the show yeah, about the show recap yeah exactly um and here's a text christ hotline it just looks so janky yeah uh very it, see there's no pages to go anywhere yeah <laughs> i don't i don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> it's bad you know really what, what other show i've started watching after after the leftovers Okay, I'll say the last thing about the leftovers. I wish. Go ahead. I wish there was certain there was like there was a, a Men in Black thing, 
for certain shows. Yeah. Where uh, you know the pen that makes you forget. Something? You forget things. Yeah. I wish I forgot. I watched the leftovers so I can watch it again. Okay. That's how good it is. I've been watching a uh, Succession now. Oh, is that good? That's really good. It's a really good show. And uh, Gino was telling me to watch it. Yeah, it's. You get to. Uh, do you know what it's about? Uh, let me guess from trailers. For sure. Um, patriarch of this company was supposed to retire or die or something, yeah. and the sons did not get the inheritance. Yes, the three sons and the daughter. Okay, it's basically about like the Murdochs. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. The guy head guy is basically Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. And uh, it's about his three sons and one daughter, and he's a he was supposed to retire. Yeah. And step down for being chairman and CEO. Yeah. But he doesn't do that. Okay. And that throws the whole oh, that's yeah. family into like a fucking tizzy. And there's just certain it's a it's a it's a show about language. When you watch it, pay attention yeah. to what people are saying. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you a video. Do you do you watch Nerd Nerd Writer? Uh yeah, yeah. Nerd Writer One. Nerd Writer One. Because yeah. <laughs> Nerd Writer was taken, taken? by someone <laughs> with only like two <laughs> subscribers, I'm sure. I bet he sent him an email and been like, Hey, can I be the real nerd writer? And that guy was all like, Fuck you. No, yeah. Give me a thousand dollars. But um he uh yeah. I'll send you a video about that, but what how cause it's so everything uh is so corporate. Yeah. So you have to make sure you sound like yeah, somewhat, yeah. like it, it, it's a mixture of oh, I'm gonna use really highfalutin five dollar words, but then I'm also gonna tell you to fuck off yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Oh, that's funny. I'm also gonna uh, say th- repeat things three times yeah. because it's redundant and yeah. it makes me sound smart and it will make you forget about what I just said. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's great. It's fucking. I think you'll like it a lot. Yeah, I've I've things to tell you after this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh yeah, and then the only other thing I watched was uh I finished the Mandalorian. Oh nice. Yeah, Mandalorian's really good. It's uh have you seen it? No, I don't have Disney Plus. Just pirate it. I think I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Disney's evil. Go on Torrent or something. I was thinking about getting Disney Plus just so I can start watching The Simpsons again. Oh yeah. yeah. I just wa- watched the Flaming Mo episode, yeah. <laughs> and I was surprised by how hard I was laughing at an episode I'd seen a million times already. I watch uh, the Simpsons. I follow an Instagram ac- account, Sim- Simpsons IG. Yeah. I think I've talked about this yeah. before, where it's just they show clips, one-minute clips from the Simpsons, and they pack so many jokes. It's so funny. I, I just spend sometimes like uh, an hour on that just watching old clips from the Simpsons. Yeah. It's, it sucks that... They fucking declined. Yeah. Because I just actually, before you got here, I watched, did you ever watch, I, I have no idea what the context was, like Donald Trump talking about, like singing about, on The Simpsons, like Donald Trump characters singing about uh, those freshman congressmen like AOC and uh, no, Omar. It's it's bad. I would imagine. It's awful yeah i'll put it back on once what did jack do i'll put it on screen <laughs> a, a short movie here what did jack do by by david by lynch, david lynch that he just dropped onto netflix without telling anybody <laughs> no fanfare and he interviewed he it's a, it's him interviewing a capuchin monkey well no it's interrogating interrogating a um, capuchin monkey yeah because you did you watch this no. Oh, I've been want- I've been meaning to watch. Oh, it. you don't know. So you don't know what this. Uh, I don't know what they're talking about or anything. I just know it's David Lynch interrogating a monkey. Yeah. So all it is, that's it. That that is the that is because it's fifteen minutes long. Yeah. Um, it ends on uh, on a very odd musical note. I have no idea what it's trying to say. The best thing I could say is, 
the dialogue is written as if two people are in different rooms yeah and they're trying to guess what the other person is saying yeah and then they're responding to that guess yeah um <laughs> because every line of dialogue is vaguely the same topic yeah but definitely not something a normal person would say yeah uh there's some really (laughs) (laughs) that mouth it's so weird oh run away chicken and then oh uh we're watching it the monkey runs after the chicken chicken. and very very eraser head have you seen eraser head no i haven't oh and then david lynch pulls out a gun and says book them boys and as he (laughs) chases the monkey (laughs) and that's the end that's the end of the of the 15 minute short film that's amazing. I love David Lynch. David Lynch is someone... Did you ever watch Twin Peaks? I watched Twin Peaks. I've actually been meaning to watch the the, the, the third revival. Season. Yeah, the, yeah, the return. Because, get this, because you know how I told you I've, I've been looking at like the best of the decade yeah. list to help me out and see what I can watch. Uh, Cahiers de Cinema. Yeah. That's a French uh, trade uh, film trade magazine. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's a historic French uh, film trade magazine because that's where um, uh, John Luc Godard and Francois yeah. Truffaut they wrote articles for that magazine before they became directors yeah. and completely changed cinema forever. Yeah. Um, they listed they named uh, Twin Peaks: The Return as the greatest uh, movie of the decade. Really, even though it's a TV show, it's a TV they show. said. Fuck it! This is the greatest movie of uh, the 2010s. Well, because I thought of, I actually thought of David Lynch when you were talking about the leftovers. Yeah, because you were saying Lost. Yeah, the leftovers is very much like anything that David yeah. Lynch puts out. Well, because like that's why I loved it too. Especially when you were saying Lost had to like they had to rein it in yeah. because they're like this is too much and it's network television. Yeah. From what I've I've seen the first season and a half of Twin Peaks and yeah. I haven't watched the uh, Return. Uh, those are tame. I mean, they're not, but like compared to what David Lynch yeah. is, those are very tame. And season three, from what I hear, is just massively bizarre yeah. and confusing. And Lynch was on a panel, and someone asked, "Hey, can you tell us what um season three of Twin Peaks means?" And David Lynch just goes. No. (laughs) 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 Just a one word response. (laughs) Um, You can't do that, man. You got to watch it and come up with your own interpretation. With your own theories and stuff. Yeah, with your own theories. I like hearing um, fucking Lindelof talk about working on uh, Lost and The Leftovers because when Lost ended, I feel like like, finales always are a tricky thing because you can end it in a way where everybody is is happy. Oh, sure. You want the, uh, I'm just, here? I'm just putting this on in the background, but, um, the, uh, or you can end it in a way where everybody fucking hates you. And the lost finale was very divisive. Yeah. And I remember him talking about it where he was just like, man, I was just on a roll, dude. I was just telling, I've been telling this story for like a year and it was taking me down certain places. And I was just feeding and living off of that, man. Like, I'm very sorry, but yeah. like, that's what I was feeling at the at the time, and yeah, yeah, it's a TV show, and you have to. It's a story, and it someone has to somewhat has to make sense. And if you're on network TV, of course, it has to make some sort of sense because the most basic people are watching it. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying like, well, compare it, 
average fairness, people uh, compared to like an HBO where yeah. you have to spend money, spend extra money on it. Yeah, you know, and, and not have it be so esoteric. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, TV and all that shit is is art, and it's it's a visual kind of art, visual sort of storytelling, and sometimes you can be as abstract, as vague as you can be because that's how you feel and that's you want people to to sort of take it in and come up with their own interpretations and yeah. no you're not warranted an explanation yeah. at all yeah. i'm sorry but you're not that's not yeah that's not I'm, how it works i mean like the ending of birdman yeah. or something where even the writers just kind of had their own interpretation yeah and but there was never really a clear there's no explanation definition yeah, yeah exactly Maybe explanation is probably a better better uh word to use this is f- such a fucking stupid. <laughs> they make so shows, many Trump ones, man. Like some shows need to just stop doing what they're doing. I think what the Simpsons was back then, um, when when they for like the first ten seasons, it was it was all those people. They got a bunch of writers from like the National Lampoon yeah. in Harvard. So these people that were very smart, <laughs> and also because either like back in the eighties and nineties, if you worked at the National Lampoon, like like uh, Conan. Yeah. Who I think was like the editor in chief, something like that. Yeah, something like that. You either worked for Saturday Night Live or you worked for The Simpsons or you did both. Yeah, and they made fucking when it comes to this, when it comes to The Simpsons, they made fucking gold for ten years. Yeah, and I think all of those writers just ended up getting moving on, phased out, well, and replaced with they became other people. Conan O'Brien. They became Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, basically. Or fucking Brad Bird making movies <laughs> for Pixar. Yeah, <laughs> like The Incredibles. Yeah, and all. Those oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to go and ask Reddit and see some, uh, answer some questions? Yeah. All right. Ready for this? Yeah, yeah. I noticed the time we need to, yeah. uh. We're at 25 minutes now. So. I noticed, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know why I said that. Your plan for world, oh shit, stop. I saw a wiki how, uh, <laughs> while I was just randomly at work. Yeah. And it was like, did we talk about how to not sexually harass women at work? <laughs> and there's like 20 steps. 20 steps? <laughs> yes. I think the first step is leave them alone. Yeah, just don't. Don't. If they say no, if they say no I don't want to go on a date with you, leave. Leave. Like, just leave them alone for a while. Be like, okay, and yeah. then don't talk to them yeah. for a couple of days. Or, or ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Be cordial. Be but cordial. Be like, yeah. Uh, all right, ready? Your plan for world domination has succeeded, but instead of an evil overlord, you are a mildly infuriating or overlord. What is the first law you pass to mildly infuriate everyone? Uh, to mildly infuriate everybody? Mildly, yeah. Uh, I'd put, uh, I'd make walkways really narrow, so whenever somebody walks through a walkway, they always stub their toe. Oh, that's good. Whenever they walk through a walkway, your toe is getting murdered. That's a good one. So everyone's gonna have broken toes in my world. <laughs> oh, broken toes. Not broken. Well, if you if you stub your toe a lot, toenails. just chip toenails. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no toenail on okay. that toe. Okay. Okay. Basically. Um. By law, I don't. None of none of the printers work ever. Oh, it's always like, out of ink. It's always out of ink. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Selling of ink cartridges is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to You got to <laughs> You got to get them on the black market or on the dark web. Or yeah. Uh, this one, I, I like this one a lot because I could talk about it. What video game made you rage quit and you haven't played the game since? Oh, shit. 
Oh my god, which one? It was I, probably when I was younger. I have one. Which one? Uh, I, actually, I was replaying it, and then I got to a part that I couldn't finish. Spider-Man Two, the video game. Oh shit. Um, there's a scene, the Mysterio storyline. Yeah. The second to last chapter is Mysterio is invading New York with uh with aliens. Yeah. And you have to time swinging on the spaceships perfectly with your web swing to get to the um, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said that weird. And uh, it's really easy for the first few. And then the, like, the ships get really far apart. And I finished it as a kid. I have no idea how I did it. I actually don't know. Yeah. I went online and everyone was like, I don't know how to finish this one. So I just put it away and then stopped playing my GameCube. And then <laughs> that's when I brought my Xbox up to Sherman Oaks. Yeah. Yeah. I there's been certain games where I had it's not that they were so hard. It's just that they took so much time to complete or so much effort. Like oh, I yeah. started playing Phantom Pain, uh mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. but I stopped playing that because it, I felt like oh, I'm not so invested in this game. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I stopped playing Red Dead Redemption 2 because I'm just like, oh, like I really, it's going to take me three months to play all this shit, but I have no time to do this. Yeah. Uh, recently, what I've been playing, and w- <laughs> it's kind of funny because I have this game for the fucking PS4. I bought Overwatch for the Switch because I can just play Overwatch like handheld. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, right good. There, boom, yeah. Boom, boom, boom on the go, and I like I like while you're driving. While I'm, while I'm driving, <laughs> yeah. I need Wi-Fi for my car though in order to play that. I can't think of anything. I've I've not played games because they were scary. Yeah. I remember not playing Resident Evil because it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And I guess that makes games hard. But, yeah, that's <laughs> if true. You're if you can't overcome yourself, yeah. to play a game, how will you overcome the game? Yeah. Um. That's how Fallout Three was when I was a kid. I was way too young to get that game. Yeah, and it was dealing with massively heavy themes. Yeah, like nuclear apocalypse <laughs> and shit like that. Did the ghouls freak you the out? The ghouls, uh, they did really. They, I mean, well, even in Fallout Four, whenever I ran into like a settlement and yeah. it was nighttime, and I'd look around and then I see a ghoul. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, this yeah. isn't good. And then I'd see five of them. <laughs> I'd be like, oh god, I gotta get the fuck out of here. They scared the shit out of me, man. You see, Fallout Three was a lot scarier because yeah. a I was younger, and b um, I don't remember that many tunnels in Fallout Four. There were some, yeah. But like to get to DC, you were forced to go like navigate through the tunnels and those tunnels had a shit ton of ghouls all, that's where all the ghouls were <laughs> it was like ghouls and super mutants yeah and um also it was really easy to get lost in them yeah so there were a few times where i would just put the game down and then walk away because <laughs> i couldn't but i also got like really into it yeah. so i would go on like the fallout wiki and they there'd be like cartoons and shit. Yeah. And those cartoons got me massively depressed as a kid. Oh my God. Because it was like one of them is everyone's in a vault and they're like, the government's just doing this thing. Yeah. It leads to like a civil war and everyone dying. And one guy like opens the door and just sees bodies and wasteland. He's like, the government wasn't lying. (laughs) And that was the end. And I was like, 13 or so. <laughs> or like way too young to yeah. like deal with to fully understand that. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I wish, you know how they have Skyrim on the switch. 
and they put The Witcher on the Switch. Yeah. Like those big games that you can take on the go and play with you. I wish they came out with like a Fallout collection of like three and New Vegas. Yeah. Outer I, World is coming out for the Switch. For the on Switch. March. I know. Yeah. Um, can I pause you for a second? For sure. I just want to point out this ad on YouTube is 43 minutes long. I think it's an episode of a TV show. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm going to yeah, skip that. Yeah, they're getting the, the credits. Yeah, I really yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, Outer Worlds is... I'm playing more of it. Yeah. And I'm uh, really enjoying it on a different level than Fallout. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's as deep. Because Fallout is uh, critiquing the idea of American exceptionalism. Yeah. Um, like, especially you see, because the, the nuclear war that America waged was with China, yeah. a country that's been around for 3,000 years yeah. compared to a country that's been, been around, around for 200. 200. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what exactly makes us so great? And it's a lot more subtle. You get overt characters, yeah. but that undertone is a lot more subtle. Um, the uh, Outer Worlds is critiquing corporate culture yeah. and stuff like the 40-hour work week and shit like that. And I really liked it when I started playing. Not going into detail, certain things happened in the corporate world that yeah. uh, affected many people at my company, and the game became a lot better after that. <laughs> it got too real, or in yeah, <laughs> um, good got too real in a good way. In a good way, yeah. yeah in a very um, in a healthy. In a healthy uh, office space, yeah, yeah, kind of way, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, I'm not gonna get into it because <laughs> I think I signed an NDA. NDA, but uh, those non-disclosure agreements. But we were on the news, oh! for, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, Outer Worlds you'll like. I think you'll like because the gameplay is a lot closer to. Fallout Four gotcha. than the um than the previous Fallout games. Cool, because that's what I that's the only Fallout I played, and I really enjoyed Fallout. Like I, I know it's not it probably doesn't stack up to uh, New Vegas and sure. Three in the, yeah. in the eyes of uh real fans, hardcore fans, <laughs> but I enjoyed the fuck out of it. And if that if Outer Worlds is a way for me to play Fallout on the go, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, for yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Fallout's another uh, another. I think we talked about this on the podcast too. I really hope somebody would adapt that shit into like some sort of like Netflix show or some sort of TV show. There's something that's so the, the characters and the lore. It's something somebody can do something with that. Yeah, it it's interesting. I don't know because I know you mentioned there's fan fiction of it that is yeah. just as compelling as the game. There are. Um, those are all side stories. Yeah. The big question is, do you adapt a main quest? Where you're like the, the main dude and you have yeah. to take yeah. out everybody, like the Brotherhood of Steel or something like that. Or do you just use the Fallout IP and create a completely new story? Like a, like a Mandalorian. Like a, Mandalorian. Mandalorian or a Watchman. A Watchman, yeah. Yeah. Where you can reference things that have happened. Um... And you know what? Given that we've gotten the Mandalorian and Watchmen, Watchmen. I can. I, it's it's possible. I don't see. It's not plausible. Yeah. I don't think, but it's possible. It, it's not that it's not plausible that it could be done well. Yeah. I don't think it's plausible that someone would do it. 
Well, what got The Witcher up and going? Because I know the games are popular, but then also it's just it's a book, right? The Witcher, from what I hear, I don't know how to read, but <laughs> I hear The Witcher is an adaptation of the book, not the video games. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. Um, because that's just that's not and that's Netflix's answer to like a Game of Thrones. Yeah, from what I hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and listen, The Witcher. IP has been around since before Game of Thrones. Yeah. Those books were around like a couple years. Yeah. I can't remember dates. But um, in terms of like TV shows, yeah, it is the answer to gotcha. Game of Thrones. I remember Henry, Henry Cavill was... He, he, the reason why he wanted to be casted as a Geralt is because he's a big fan of the series, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I fucking love the books, dude. Oi, yeah. You don't understand. Yeah. He, he, oh, said, he said, fuck Superman. Yeah, I know. He's like, I don't want to do Superman anymore. I want to do The Witcher. Well, also, if you're a fan of Superman, you probably don't like the new the direction that they took with yeah. Superman. I don't think they can get Superman right, man. I don't think they can. I think it's just Christopher Reeves and that's it. <laughs> yeah um that final like shot where he did a race with flash that was pretty superman-esque yeah i can't what was that i think it was in justice league yeah but also i don't i don't know how that's gonna work yeah um but wait why can't, why don't you think you they can get a right they superman? haven't man all of the movies are kind of bad <laughs> they're all bad like there's there's just that one in the 70s and then shit afterwards yeah, like with Superman Returns, uh, the one with Kevin Spacey in it. Uh, and oh Brandon yeah, Rose. everyone forgot about that guy. He yeah. they forgot about him so much that when Arrow ended and had their infinite uh, crisis, Earth, yeah, or, he yeah. came back and reprised his role as Superman. And everyone's like, "Look, an up and coming actor." <laughs> <laughs> like they don't. And then with Zack Snyder and Man of Steel, they didn't get it right. They, oh, yeah. At least with like Batman has. The Tim Burton movies and then the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. So they've gotten Batman right. They've gotten Batman right. They've got Spider-Man right, I feel, on a couple occasions. On a couple. Yeah. Well, really, there was only one b- big screen franchise I thought didn't get su- Spider-Man right. The, it was the Andrew Garfield one. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've, they've done a good job with the Homecoming series, and the first two Raimi films were pretty good. The third one holds up the third one. remarkably well. <laughs> hey, you mess with one of us, you, you mess, mess with, with all of us. Uh, was that Joey Diaz that said that? No, that was <laughs> Was it? Joey Diaz is in the, the second movie. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, Joey Diaz, you got to watch it again. When um, Doc Ock throws Spider-Man into the, the train, and yeah. Spider-Man's like, oh, oh the he's guy like, in the train. Oh, he, Joey the Diaz Jesus is scene. the guy like, yeah, he's, he's the guy that steps in front of Spider-Man and goes like, if you want to get to him, you're going to have to get to <laughs> me. That's him. <laughs> So that's why he's unaffected by earthquakes yeah. while doing sets. <laughs> doing sets. He, yeah. he went up against Doc Ock. Yeah. Come <laughs> no. on. But uh, I think, yeah, like they haven't gotten him right. They, they've they gotten the Joker right. <laughs> A fucking villain. Yeah. On multiple occasions. But yeah. they can't get Superman right. Yeah. I don't. I can. I. The 2010s were a hard decade to do a Superman character. Yeah. Because of movies like The Dark Knight. Yeah. Because The Dark Knight came out and it was like, oh, this is serious. And then everything had to be really dark. Yeah. After that. It didn't, but studios thought that's what brought in money. Yeah. Um, I think now in the 2020s with the, uh, like, Shazam. Yeah. I 
think they can redo Superman. Probably. You know? Because I think we're realizing now that having more lighthearted things and shit like Overwatch. Yeah. And the success of that, having more lighthearted characters and themes and stuff like that is profitable. Yeah. It's not just for children. Yeah. So I can see a Superman thing coming out in like correct in a couple of years. I think too Superman is sort of like the uh the base superhero. He's the template. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Is there anything to Superman? Is he is it just is the source material just too shallow? Cuz what is Superman? He's an alien from another planet who is uh I guess like the world's caretaker. Yeah. And he's he's the most powerful person ever. And yeah. I guess I guess there's a whole thing where he's an immigrant. He's an immigrant. He's an immigrant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they haven't deported him. Right. Um Build a wall. Build a wall. Above us. Yeah. Lex <laughs> Luthor is elected president and then he built a wall. Motherfucker, I got an idea. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay what I'm is gonna it? send this to my agent, all right? Yeah. This is the uh and this will appeal and to Lex Luthor is Kevin Spacey. He's Kevin Spacey, <laughs> yes. And uh he becomes president and he tries to build a wall around the planet. Okay. To get Superman out of it, but Superman smashes through that wall and smashes Kevin Spacey and then he becomes president. Boom, that's right. my Superman movie. Give me money, please. Money to make it. Wasn't that Tony Stark's like plan in Age of Ultron? Shut the fuck was up. to build like <laughs> a, 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 like a shield, a around, shield Earth. around the Earth. Was that what yeah, it was? was a, yeah. a suit of armor. Yeah, yeah. A suit of armor. That's yeah. what it was. Um, I forgot what what else. What is Hollywood fuck? Oh, you know what Hollywood has always fucked up, and they've never gotten right. What any Alan Moore. Uh, comic book yeah so that much they've to the adopted. point where he's all like don't even put my name on yeah it. i hate i hate all of this <laughs> uh, there was a great he did a cameo in the simpsons <laughs> where he's like hollywood is evil oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah because they didn't did he put a v for vendetta did he like that i don't think he did i i didn't really like it, it did, for me v for vendetta was never but that i didn't really like the source material as much gotcha yeah well did the wachowskis do that or no? Yes, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna look that shit up. Yeah, Matrix Four is coming out, bro. I know that's the, so weird. And they're the Wachowski siblings now. They are the Wachowski. They used to be the Wachowski brothers, but they, now they're the Wachowski sisters. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't remember. Um, while you're looking that up, hey Daniel, who was your first celebrity crush? My first celebrity, probably somebody on Friends. Oh really? I'd say yeah. probably Monica. Oh, uh, which one's Monica? She is uh the the brunette, uh Ross's sister, not Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Cox. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine was. I don't know if this is embarrassing. Do you know who Giada De Laurentiis is? No, who is that? The Food Network woman with big tits. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Google this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll Google it. You look. The up Wachowskis Wachowski. did not direct V for Vendetta, but they did produce the movie, and I do believe they wrote it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, adapted it. Adapted it to yeah. screen. Yeah. yeah. What was the uh? What was the name of this? Here I got you. Okay. Here she is. Oh hey. Yeah. So did you like watch her growing up? They. I because I, I would just watch Food Network, yeah, or my parents would, yeah, and she was like one of the Saturday morning people or whatever, yeah. But um, pr- 
producers are like wear more low cut uh tops because that's how like that will drive in that will bring in the that rating will bring in baby. the rating oh that's yeah. what it was and uh i think at some point i just noticed it and then <laughs> that's how it started i'd say yeah for me it'd be like uh probably courtney cox um and uh sarah michelle geller from buffy the vampire from buffy the vampire right? yeah yeah Oh, she, and she was great in like Cruel Intentions. Yeah, as this seductress, seduct yeah. type person. She was uh, the '90s were her heyday. Yeah, that's it. Cruel Intentions. Did you ever watch that movie? Is that the Selma Blair's in that one too? I think so. Selma Blair is also really hot. She is hot. Yeah, yeah. She got MS, I think. Or she does. She does. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, she's. Yeah. I, I see her at like red carpet events with the cane and shit, and I'm yeah. like, oh man, it's yeah. I know that sucks. Yeah, I think I was reading something and it had a video. I'm like, I don't want to watch. Yeah, this. Um, what does what does uh, Michael J. Fox have? He has he has Parkinson's. 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 Yeah, that's what it is. I totally did not do a Michael J. Fox impression. <laughs> you danced. With Parkinson's. No, I did. <laughs> it not. looked like you were dancing in the club. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because he did a cameo in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. And uh, Parkinson's played a big part in that oh, really? cameo. That's a great, if you're, one of the best comedy shows of the decade. I heard. Or, and it's 20 years old. Tyler told me that she's, she watched some of the new season. Didn't, hadn't, had, didn't watch any of the old seasons. Yeah. Didn't know, like, wasn't familiar with the characters or the show. Yeah. And she said it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um, hey Daniel, what's the cringiest thing you've done in school? Oh shit. Um probably farted. <laughs> and then people noticed. Is that cringy? Like, oh, yeah. Like, damn. Ah shit, I got caught. That one's pretty tame. Oh, I guess I I tried my very best to avoid cringy moments in school cuz I had one I think one. I don't even remember it. That's how probably traumatic yeah, it was. I, I know. blocked it out. But I had one cringy moment, and then from then on, I was hell-bent on not repeating it. Right. Okay. So you felt it. So I felt it. I'm like, I'm never going to feel this again for yeah. the rest of my school life. Um, You want to hear some answers? Yeah. Did a stand-up comedy routine at the elementary school talent show that was just me retelling an entire Pinky in the Brain episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope it killed, dude. I love Pinky in the Brain. I mean, like, do you think I'm probably going to Royal Cup tomorrow? Do you think I could just go up on stage yeah, and it, be like, man. hey, this is the plot. This is the plot. Go to up there. curb your enthusiasm. No, you got to go up there with the plot of uh, season three of 13 Reasons of Why. Of 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. Um, the only things I remember were me awkwardly stopping to remember parts of it, <laughs> doing a lot of that. And um and then <laughs> that kids do when they're trying to tell a story and then noticeably fake laughter from the faculty. You, okay, I remember. Oh, is this all coming back to me? Oh, I'm it's sorry. It's all coming back. When and in elementary school, they had a talent show, and I signed up to do stand up comedy. Really? Yeah, I yeah. didn't get to do it though because I did not go to rehearsal before the talent show, so that disqualified oh. me from performing. That's probably a good thing, right? Yeah, probably. Save my save my ass. That was your high school one, right? No, elementary school. Oh, elementary. What was, was your routine like going to be? Eight. I don't know. Oh, you don't? No, I think I did. I did run some jokes by the uh, the, the staff, yeah. but one involved uh, guns. 
was all like bang bang. I, I forget what it was. It bang, was a bang, very yeah. harmless joke, yeah. but it and it wasn't about like I'm gonna shoot you. You said the word guns. I said so. the word guns and I said the word bang bang. Yeah. And they're all like, you can't use that because it talks about guns. Really? So you have to yeah. come up with something else. Yeah. So in the end, I don't know. I I when I think about it, I'm like. The reason why I dropped or I was okay with not performing because I was nervous. Yeah. But maybe, maybe I said, fuck that because they tried to censor my right, ass, right, man. Right. What the hell? It wasn't even about shooting anybody. Yeah. It just had the word gun and bang, bang. You should have just said, oh, I won't do that then. And then just did it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I think I didn't really want to go to that rehearsals. So. Right, right, right. So many factors Yeah. in that, in that experience situation victor and I, uh, elementary school students i don't think are very good at stand-up no they just don't have enough awareness no or you know what i or mean material life, or life, experience. life experience yeah you need to be fucked up yeah. or you had to have had some like weird shit happen have at some, some point. point of view <laughs> yeah exactly. that's the just thing the point of view yeah an opinion once in a while I would be nice. I think all I, uh, when somebody told me, uh, if somebody were to ask me what I believed in when I was seven, uh, I'd probably say I like The Simpsons a lot. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is pretty cool too. I know. And Pokemon's the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, leaned too far forward in my desk and tipped it over. It was the kind where the chair was attached to the desk, so I actually got stuck in it. <laughs> Everyone in the classroom watched as my TA had to run over and tip the desk back upright with me still in it. It was pretty embarrassing, and the worst part was, when I tried to make a joke about it afterward, afterwards, nobody laughed. Oh my god. That's the hard that one. That sucks, yeah. That's... It, when somebody... When you... When you Oh my god, that mall is fucking. I know this is a bad one. They got some wilderness growing in this mall. It's like oh, J- I know. You got J.C. Penny, and then it got a couple shrubs <laughs> in front of it. Weird. This is uh, this is scary, man. I wouldn't do this. I'd find like a fucking crackhead or serial killer or La Llorona would be hanging up in this bitch and kill me. That's part of why he does it. By the way, this is uh, the YouTube channel is called This Is Dan Bell. The series he's running is the Dead Mall series where he just goes around, like, abandoned malls. And they're not always abandoned. Yeah. Sometimes there are still people in it, but the mall is, like, about to shut down in a Oh, month. I've played on this map on Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, it looks like a Call of Duty map. It does, Really? Yeah, it does. Uh, we were given an extra credit to dress up while presenting a report on a historical figure. I dressed up as a slave trader. Oh, God. I'm female, so I even used eyeliner to draw a nice beard. This was college, and we, oh. he, he had meant dress formal. Teacher gave me 10 extra, pr- 10 extra credit points for my humiliation. Oh. Oh, at least he got something out of that. It's worse when it's college, because you yeah. should know better. And then everybody there is woke. As a slave trader. They're so woke. They'd, stare, they'd fucking turn you to salt, dude. A pillar of salt just by looking at you. Oh. Uh, how un- politically incorrect you're being. Oh, this is only the that was only the second most humility humiliating. Presentation oh my god! What was had. the first one? I was in middle school and I was wearing pajama pants. Cringe. <sighs> I knew I was first to resent 
And as the class was filling in, I was up front setting up. My friend, who I can't remember why she fell, fell and grabbed hold of my PJs and brought them down to the floor with her. Now I had started wearing thongs because I prefer to have a permanent wedgie versus (laughs) constantly digging one out. Good joke. So the majority of that class saw my ass and later debated if they saw more because I was wearing a nude colored thong. Someone days later asked me a few minutes later while presenting i think i said something funny in reference to it and everyone laughed and when they stopped i was still laughing for an uncomfortably long time until i cried a bit and just went and sat (laughs) i like to imagine that was in the middle of the presentation oh that's so bad that's a hard one in middle school so you have to live with that for like another what five four years yeah yeah well depending on how the school like how your school system works because if it's a small town you probably have to live with that through college through college but like or you don't have to or even your entire life yeah yeah i remember when sally showed us her ass back in middle school and you're like dude she was eight stop bringing this up (laughs) (laughs) um participated in my school singing competition i honestly wish someone told me how bad my singing was before (laughs) i did i cringe just thinking about it um did you ever sing i've never done a talent show never done a talent show you have you even though you didn't do that no one, I, you never did one i never did one i was in a show okay this goes back to elementary school yeah yeah, when yeah. i was in sixth grade my sixth grade teacher put on a production of three little pigs yeah right and uh i wanted to be the, uh, <laughs> the dude that made his uh house out of sticks Right. Why? Why did? Why were you drawn to this character? I don't know. I think it was just something <laughs> about the sticks and the wood. Yeah. I really felt like, man, I was going method on it. Like, if I had a, if I were to build a house, right, it'd yeah. probably be made out of sticks because the sticks are everywhere. Yeah. It just made sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Me and the character, the, our motivations just gelled. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I was telling people this, and I was slated for the role, but then other people were telling me like, just be a part of the chorus. And then they're all like, what do you mean? Why? Like, because if you're a part of the chorus, you're still a part of the show, but your job is easy because all you're doing is singing yeah. in those spots. Oh. And so I was all like, oh, okay. Because after a while, once the show started approaching, I started getting nervous. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, the, the guy that makes his house out of sticks – that's a pretty big role. That's like, a I big role. Oh man, they're gonna be seeing a lot of me. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be the, the focal point. A lot of emotion. A lot of like emotion. range of emotions too. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'm ready. So right. I, I I bowed out of that role and I became part of the chorus. Okay. And uh, that day, my mom and my aunt was supposed to go and see me. Yeah. It was in the <laughs> evening, but my aunt was a. Uh, she took a long ass time in the shower, yeah. so my mom didn't even get to see me. Oh. Like they missed the show entirely, and then <laughs> while I was on the. Uh, they had stands for us for people on the course to sing along. Like, ah, I don't yeah. even remember the songs, but I remember this one dude, my friend. Um, he uh, he elbowed me. Yeah. He elbowed me, and I uh, I fell off the stand. <laughs> I didn't fall off like on my ass, but I was just like, oh. And then people noticed, and they started laughing. Yeah. And I felt so embarrassed. Yeah. I was all like, oh. And then I just stood back up and I started singing the songs, but I could not get over the fact that this motherfucker elbowed me and that made me feel Why did he awful. elbow you? What, what? I don't know. I don't know if it was an accident or if he did yeah. it on purpose just to be funny. Right. But um, 
Yeah, that fucked me up. It fucked me up because I was embarrassed because, oh, shit, they saw me fall, and then my mom wasn't there yeah. to see me. I think I actually cried. Oh, I cried. because Not not because like the guy elbowed me, but because my mom wasn't there. How old were you? I was probably like six. Six. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was young. Okay, okay, okay. That's yeah. pretty young. Um, I was older. I think I was like in eighth grade. I was doing, I was reading something and we had microphones. I was like part of three yeah. or something. And then like everyone was supposed to sing during the thing, but no one turned my microphone off. So <laughs> I was the only one anyone heard. <laughs> <laughs> and then in high school, I never did this. <laughs> this is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all boys Catholic school. Some guy, a grade below us. Yeah. Who we don't like. I can't remember what he did, <laughs> but he was like not a nice person. Yeah. He's saying, give me more. By Britney Spears? Yeah. <laughs> give me more. Give me more. And then uh, I think that's what it was. And then the entire <laughs> the entire student body stood up and said, we want more. We <laughs> and then the next year, he's like, oh, they like me. So he's saying, I'm glad you came. Do you remember that yeah, one? Yeah, I remember that one, yeah. Like, that was a one-hit wonder, that wasn't it? It was a one-hit yeah. wonder. It's also very suggestive. Yeah, I know. To sing at a fucking school. Well, and then everyone in the student body stood up and said, we just came. <laughs> we just came. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had a lot of fun with talent shows. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Lordy, I think it's about time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're at fifty-six minutes. And you need to go do things. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I gotta, yeah. I gotta self-discipline myself when it comes to projects. Psh. I gotta whip myself into into gotta, shape. Mm, yeah, uh, self-discipline. Yeah, self-discipline. Jerk off every yeah. day. Yeah, uh, and I have to go shopping with my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mama right. Mama right. Yeah. So, uh, hey. the this is hey. This woke me up. I was feeling tired today. Yeah, me too. I was feeling tired. Yeah. So this every, wo- every day since um I finished the leftovers, I just haven't been the same. Oh, haven't been the same. And that was the same day Kobe died. The same day Kobe. Yeah. Died. It was it was a very leftovers. I was running. I was jogging. Yeah. And it was a cloudy day, and I was just thinking about that fucking finale. And yeah. then Tyler calls me, and she's all like, "This is crazy." I'm like, what I'm about to tell you is crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, lay it on me. And she said, Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. shit yeah. And she's all like, he died in a helicopter crash. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And what I said immediately afterwards was, I saw the leftovers and <laughs> it fucked me up. <laughs> like, I'm so not okay. She's like, oh, my God, okay. Yeah. Because for me, I was so in the moment, Kobe Bryant dying in a helicopter crash. I know. Is something that would happen in the fucking leftovers. In the leftovers. <laughs> and it made me, it just brought me back to that state. The universe does revolve around you. It does, yeah. <laughs> The um, a, the Kobe Bryant crash reminded me of the Michael Jackson death. Yeah. When I was in Hawaii on a beach and I overheard two girls say, I can't believe Michael Jackson's dead. And I said, fucking morons. <laughs> He's not dead. He's, He's not alive. Dead. No, they just accused him of rape. He's yeah. 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 Another one, too. Michael Jackson, another person that somebody had to call me and tell me that he was dead. The only difference with Michael Jackson is like he was not doing well. He wasn't. Like no. he was like ill. Um, Kobe Bryant was like healthy. He was reigniting his career in a different way. He's like 41. He won an Oscar. I know. For uh, (laughs) Dear Basketball. Yeah. I never watched it. I never watched it. I'm going to watch it soon. For sure. Yeah. You guys should also uh, watch The Leftovers. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's been an adventure. uh, I'm Daniel. Victor. Bye.